and welcome back to another episode of Mimi Jelly. Today we're excited to discuss Zoom fatigue and share our own experience it, experiences with it as well as how we've handled being remote college students um, for some, some of us over an entire year. So I'm really looking forward to this episode in that we've all gone through different things and coped in different ways and we'll be coming out of this hopefully soon and maybe even hold like a greater appreciation for either college and education, friends, health, whatever it may be. So um, I think to start us off, I thought it'd be fun to do a little icebreaker real quick, real quick, excuse me. Um, whoever um, wants to start, what's something like either interesting or fun that has happened to you since quarantine started or because of quarantine? Ooh, um, for me, hi guys, it's Jill. And for me, something interesting is that I completely switched majors to like a completely different like form of academics. I used to be a pre-health major going to occupational therapy, but now I'm a marketing major. And I think being in quarantine and like self-reflecting on like what I want in the future really like helped me decide that. That's yeah, awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I feel like it has given a lot of people like time to self-reflect on like what they want to do with their lives and stuff. Like I think all of us having to do all of our schoolwork just like from our own homes has been kind of like a reality check and I feel mm-hmm. like it's made a lot of people realize like oh maybe this isn't what I want to do or maybe I want to try something else I think it's also been a great opportunity for like me to like kind of put my mental health first and learn how to take care of myself and like I've learned to appreciate myself so much more than I ever did when I was totally. so busy every day yeah yay that's here. so great awesome um, on, on a lighter note, during quarantine, um, I got a puppy. So Aww. that's been pretty exciting and really convenient, you know, with everyone being home, being able to like care for him and play with him. And he's just getting spoiled and he doesn't even know it. But like once we know, you know, we go back to, uh, you know, on campus learning or whatever, he's going to be sad. Yeah, but I've enjoyed it. Well, um, while we've been stuck at home still after a year. That's so um, cute, though. <laughs> Unless you have a cute little puppy running around. Yes. Yeah, my dog is definitely going to freak out when my parents have to go back to work. She has, <laughs> She's so attached to them. Like, I'm like her sister, but, like, those are her parents. Like, she like, yeah. does not listen to me. She only cares about them. It's so funny. Like, ever, ever since quarantine, she's just been so spoiled and happy. She's going to be so sad when they have to go back. Um, I guess I'll go. <laughs> Um, I mean, I guess I, I did move during quarantine, which is kind of like unconventional, I guess, because I was in a dorm last year at PSU. And then right when uh, like COVID got bad, my mom and sister drove up from Southern California where I live to come pick me up and take me home. And then I just was in my like bedroom, my childhood bedroom all summer, like doing no school or anything. And then out of the blue, like me and my uh best friend who were at PSU together last year just decided to find an apartment together and come back up because it was just so difficult like I don't really like online learning personally like Mm -hmm. it's just not for me but especially being in like a different state like was so difficult like not even being able to like 
even potentially like email a classmate or advisor or someone to like meet and discuss things was just like I felt so stranded <laughs> and, like starting a new term like not knowing any of my teachers or classmates was so difficult and it's like a lot better being back in like I'm in Beaverton right now but mm-hmm. it's still like a lot closer and I feel a lot more like a part of everything and that like really helped my mental health I think getting out of like my childhood bedroom like in my parents house like being here with my friend is a lot better for me and like learning and stuff that's so good there's like some people in other classes I've taken that one of them lives in oh I forgot which country but our class would be at 10 a.m and it would be 10 p.m for her oh jeez. exactly and she's never been to the PSU campus either so it's like that's the big disconnect definitely yeah, that makes me feel, like, stupid for complaining about <laughs> being in California. <laughs> no, I, I, like, even, like, I had had, like, uh, foreign exchange students and stuff, like, people from other countries in my classes, like, freshman year at PSU and, like, getting to talk to them. It's so crazy. Like, I can't even imagine being somewhere, like, super far away. I couldn't even handle being two states away. Yeah, that um, reminds me when I was kind of looking over some of – like the Zoom fatigue remote student articles I found, it was mentioning, a lot of it was mentioning like the good that has come out of Zoom. Mm -hmm. And I think the flexibility of being able to be wherever, like while attending PSU is a good thing. Obviously there's the cons that you guys just listed, kind of that disconnect. But um, I also think it's worth mentioning that, like, like the power and like, you know, like that flexibility that, some of us kind of really um, strive off and like one thing I'm super grateful for like almost maybe coming out of this soon is that um, I haven't really been like held back at all in like my degree plan and like my college isn't going to have to be longer than um, like I want it to be just because I have been able to like um, keep up with my classes despite being in a uh, lockdown you know yeah Adding on to that, I feel like one of the negatives is that. Hey guys. All right. Well, shout out to Georgia. Shout out Georgia. <laughs> that was so funny. All of us talking and not being able to hear any of us. That's funny. Um. So where? What was where the last we? thing we said? Oh, I was just gonna say like the oh, flexibility yeah. of like zoom I feel like I've definitely been taking advantage of it <laughs> a little bit and just like I don't feel as like obligated to go to class when I don't have like anywhere to be and I think that that makes me really behind because half the time I'm just not going because I'd rather be doing something else because it just doesn't seem like something I have to do no I 100% feel that I feel like it's like like that's why I really struggle with it it's just like my body like not going to school like not physically going to school it's like my mind doesn't realize that it's school time it's like oh but we're just sitting in bed you know like I don't know like having the physical routine of like getting up and getting ready and like walking to school was like a thing that like gets your mind in that time but it's I don't like I know that it's helped a lot of people um I just like, I think that I hope that they keep the flexibility, uh, mm-hmm. like, for the next few years, if anything. I just feel like, because I, I know that I've struggled a lot with the online school, but I've seen so many of my friends who struggled with regular school, like, now blossoming and getting, like, straight A's that they've never gotten before. And, like, it's crazy, like, this opposite side of the spectrum. Because, like, I hope that they still are able to, like, take advantage of this kind of learning if it's working better for them. But it's also, like, 
I, it's making me not like, like learning even less, which is sad. It's hard to like keep yourself motivated, but yeah, it's cool to see like it working for other people and like people in other states and other countries, like getting the opportunity to like participate in a lot of classes and not be held back is cool. No, exactly. Um, there was actually research I found on the, from the Stanford Virtual Human Interaction Lab about like the four reasons that causes Zoom fatigue. And one of them was that how video chats like dramatically reduce our usual mobility. Like, yeah, getting up, going to class, like you said, Lily, and then just like sitting down there. And, but like with Zoom, you just kind of sit in one place the entire time. I find it like hard to even like stare at something else because I would be called out by professors to be like, you're not paying attention. <laughs> just gotta say, I gotta look at the window just once and not the screen. But yeah. Yeah, it's crazy how it can go from like all of us just like hanging out in a room together to where like some, uh, like I haven't had any professors that do like monitoring on Zoom with tests, but I've had a lot of friends who have had that. It's just crazy Ooh. how it can go from like, just sit in this desk and do your thing to like angle the camera this way so I can see if your eyes move an inch to the left of the screen. Like it's so crazy how it's like a lot harder to like, like the honor system is a lot harder to uphold too mm -hmm. with this. I feel like a lot of people just fall into like cycles of just like looking things up online exactly. and not actually learning anything, which can be rough. Exactly. And that's like why I like this term decided to uh, like hold off on uh, foreign language until mm -hmm. in person is back because I literally was just looking everything up. I was like, I'm not even learning anything because I it's like learning a language is so vital to have like conversations like with people exactly. and over Zoom. It's just not the same. And I think professors recognize that, too. So they'll be like, yeah, it's open book. Like, I can't like not make it that way because everyone could just like yeah 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 so we definitely know yeah yeah I think one of the um like biggest tips I found um looking this up and also I explained to you guys I did my project in my past sync on like zoom fatigue and kind of like a like a creative solution to that but um in that research um I just kind of realized that like there's no accountability in zoom which a lot of people need as you guys are saying for like open note mm -hmm. or like um whatever it is like no one for the most part and like from in most situations like your teacher can't see if you're like um like browsing other sites or if your camera's off if you're even in front of your computer um so that is like something that I, th I think that's something that can't really be solved unless like the mindset and attitude of the student or participant or teacher or whoever is like saying no I'm not going to multitask and like I'm going to um, like participate in this like because this is the situation we're in and I'm going to try and make the most of it you know yeah. like it's it's difficult but you got to like decide that yourself and like really discipline yourself which has been really hard in my experience so far yeah yeah I think about that too and like it makes me super excited to like go back to school because I feel like we're all so much more like disciplined now and like going back is just going to be so much easier I feel like we're so prepared 
Yeah, I feel like if anything, this has like actually given us like a newfound appreciation for school. Like I never thought I would find myself like missing going to school so bad, but I miss it so much. Like I'll never take that for granted again. I like, yeah, I know that this works for a lot of people. It's just really not my thing. (laughs) I cannot wait to be back in the classroom. I'm a transfer from a community college. And so I don't, I've never like been on the PSU campus and I don't know what it's like to be a PSU student so like in some ways I was like super excited to not have to deal with finding my class and like meeting new people and all this stuff and like now I'm really excited to like go find my class and like see the campus and like all this stuff is going to be so new and exciting so (laughs) oh I'm so excited for you (laughs) I love the campus very beautiful yeah, I'm sad I didn't get to experience the the park blocks in the fall or in the winter when we got all that snow. It was probably so gorgeous. No, I like was thinking about what the park blocks would have looked like when it was snowing. Was they always look so pretty. Very nice. I was there, so I'm like on campus living right now, so I could very oh. lucky. <laughs> Jealous. It's a ghost town though, but yeah, it's nice. It's a pretty ghost town. (laughs) Um, So I guess that can like kind of branch us off into uh, some of us kind of touched on it. But like, does anyone want to like kind of like start at the beginning and kind of where they were before quarantine started and kind of how how your life has like flipped? You know, I already kind of talked about it. How my my mom and my sister fully like drove like 16 hours just to come get me. (laughs) um because they didn't want me going to an airport or anything it escalated so quickly I'll never forget that like we like one second me and my roommate were like I was like oh this better not my my trip in May better not get canceled (laughs) like I was having no idea what was coming I was like oh if my trip in two months gets canceled I'm gonna be so sad little did I know I would be like fully moving back home like into my parents house for like nine months it was just yeah like that's how it affected me like I fully like I was like, oh, I'm going to go out of state first year. Like, I can't wait to go to Oregon and, like, start my own life. And then just got <laughs> sucked back home. Uh, but, yeah, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. But I'm really glad to be back here. Um, and I know that I'm, like, very lucky to have able to, like, been able to move back here during this time. But, yeah, that's, like, it totally, like, flipped my life upside down within, like, a couple weeks. In March, like, last March was when, it, was when I went back home. That's crazy that it's been a year. Yeah, it's well, it's not. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to talk about it. That <laughs> how long it's been. So with me, definitely one thing that's changed really big in my life is like my productivity level during like pre. I mean, yeah, pre-COVID, I was doing so much things on campus. I was like out all day from my room, just doing a lot of extracurricular and like classes, and I loved it. But of course, like being COVID, you can't be outside. You can't really see people. And like that, like in turn, just like impacted my productivity. And I didn't want to do anything else because I can't do anything else. So that really sucked. Then on top of online classes where, you know, it's so easy to just like not go to class if it's not mandatory. So that was good, tough. It's getting better, though. Getting better. Yeah, it, like, really, like, affected my mental health like that, too, in the beginning, because I don't know about you guys, but, like, 
throughout high school, like, I just, I feel like I had to, like, try really, really hard to get, like, I had good grades, but, like, I did, it did not come easy to me at mm-hmm. all in high school. Like, I feel like I had to try really hard to keep my grades good, but last year, like, uh, at PSU, it finally felt like I found, like, a learning, like, way that, like, was good for me. Like, I felt like I was learning easily, and it was, like, stuff that I cared about and I liked, and I was, like, having to, like, I don't know. It was less mental effort. I just felt like I was actually enjoying it and it was coming easy to me and having that like be taken away was really, really difficult. Like, cause it was like the first time in my life I actually like fully enjoyed and like understood like what education was supposed to be about and everything. Like I felt like the joy of it. It was, it wasn't like a chore. It felt like I was enjoying myself and then it became a chore again, but we're slowly getting back up there with the mental health. We're climbing our way back up, being productive. Yes. Yeah, it's 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 kind of sad that it takes an experience like what we all went through in 2020 to kind of make you realize like, whoa, like I had these really great things and now they're all gone, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I feel like I'm a completely different person than I was like before COVID. I like through this I found out that I have like OCD and all you know all these things and I finally got like a therapist and I'm going to therapy and like I'm like kind of grateful for all of that because like I I probably would have found out just like at a later point in my life but I had so much time now just to like really take time for myself that I wouldn't have had you know if COVID wasn't a thing which is really nice but definitely the mental health (laughs) issue with COVID I could do without but yeah yeah I feel like this time has definitely like allowed a lot of people who like especially people who like didn't even think about it at all before to like take time to think about their like mental health and their mental like state and how they can like take time for themselves and Mm -hmm. actually like I don't know I feel like that's one good thing that came out of this past year is like the emphasis on self-care and mental health and like taking care of yourself I feel like in the like in the beginning it was really easy for a lot of us to fall into like self-destructive patterns when you're just not seeing anyone or going outside or doing anything yeah I think for me to kind of bounce off that like not only like have I been learning a lot about myself mentally especially when it first hit but also just like kind of like um like what my life goals and like what just like my daily life looks like and I've been thinking a lot um especially recently since like taking this class pop culture just about like consumption and um I can happily say that like I the timeline is obviously what's time anymore but some point during quarantine I like totally hopped off all of social media no more tv no more news no more netflix and i can happily say i'm still going strong sometimes it feels like you know i'm under a rock um which isn't always a horrible thing but otherwise i feel like um quality of life has like is definitely moving upwards and peaking and um i feel like i'm thriving despite the circumstances of i'm still at home living with my parents which I wouldn't be doing ideally but it's like I'm I'm grateful to have a free place to live and I'm also saving thousands of dollars so that good experiences for Mia so far so well you're stronger than me I can do all of that during the pandemic that's like 
my TV is my saving grace right now. I could probably just like without social media right now, but not TV. There's no way. Yeah, I would. It would be nice to live, be living under a rock. There right was now, though. definitely a point where social media was like very, very toxic, and like a big part of me oh, wanted yeah. to get off of it, but like I'm so addicted to it, I just like can't imagine like not using social media, and I wish that I was strong enough to just like cut it off. But yeah, same. I also feel like this has been like an interesting time for social media. I feel like a lot of like platforms mm-hmm. have really just like become like more intense version of what they were before like twitter has become even more like insane and (laughs) nihilistic and instagram has become even more like fake and like like that that was one of the craziest things what during the pandemic was like going on instagram because i feel like instagram has never been like that it's not like a real representation of anyone it's like how they want to look and stuff like it's just everyone at their happiest and at their prettiest and whatever um it's not like twitter where you just like vent about stuff but like almost nothing changed on Instagram like Twitter and everything was like a completely different world oh everyone's just complaining and talking about like the world ending but Instagram was like nothing changed like all these influencers still traveling still partying still posting everything it was like another world it was crazy I feel like in a way people are using it as an outlet really for sure like oh this is what my life could have looked like if (laughs) there wasn't this bs going on in the world (laughs) yeah and especially the past couple of days i've been thinking a lot of like what ifs like what if the pandemic never happened and i was still on campus and like especially for um i know megan i believe and i are both gd majors and like sophomore year is a really big year in the program and it's really sad to like not have really close relationships with the faculty and like not being able to really meet and like befri- like befriend other people in 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 like the groups and the clubs and it's like that's kind of like the spiral that I've been finding myself going it's like no you can't think like what ifs because it it this is the reality like it didn't happen we you can either say like oh we lost a whole year of time or you can say no I I didn't because I still did this this and this you know sorry (laughs) that's been like the hardest part for me is like I came from a school where my like instructor was very like strict and critiques were always really in depth and like I got so much out of the critiques and people like telling me what to improve on and I feel like that doesn't happen through zoom and there's just no way to have like big group conversations and things like that and I keep saying I feel kind of gypped because like especially in design you know like it really revolves around like being in person and like talking to each other and that just like doesn't happen especially when people don't have their cameras on like me like like people's you know the things people say come off in different ways too when you like not face to face with them and that's like really hard yeah yeah I feel like some ma- like certain majors have gotten like like have affected like in different ways like I'm a film major and I just like signing up for spring classes mm-hmm. just like yesterday was a really like difficult thing because my like next class in my like general like pathway is supposed to be like a like a super hands-on like filmmaking course and I'm like I don't want to do that like from my bedroom like how am I how would I even do that because like the class I did like that last year like we were fully like in groups like renting out cameras and tripods and all this equipment and it was like so awesome 
and it's like so different from that now so it's just that's the one thing like you kind of have to decide if you want to like make mm-hmm. sacrifices like that because I was talking to my advisor and I was like I think I'd rather just wait until I can take that class to its full potential and like just take some like either not take a film course or take like mm-hmm. an elective or something right now because I just really didn't want to like I want to be able to be able to have these classes like to their full potential. It's difficult you know? too when you're in a and program I, and like the classes are only offered like once or twice like a year. And, yeah. and if you don't take them at that time, you have to wait till the next year and then you're just like completely behind. And I've definitely like thought of just giving up and waiting till like in-person classes start again, but I don't want to be like a year or two behind, like trying to catch up. Which is yeah. That's like the whole sacrifice. I was like emailing my advisor. I was like, I don't know what to do because I don't want to like be behind in my major and not have like a super like important course not be in my transcripts but I also don't want to like take it and have it be like not not teach me all the things that it could have taught me if it was in person and like my roommate who's my friend is like an environmental science major and like they used to go on hikes every morning and like touch Mm -hmm. bugs and moss and all this stuff and now like she can't do any of that it's just it's sad to see like like certain like hands-on like design or like stuff like that like majors like with stuff like labs and stuff being taken away so that's like I feel like I personally really learn from hands-on stuff and I think a lot of people do too yeah and just want to mention it I know we can probably all go off really hard on it but tuition being <laughs> the same price too and getting less Woo! Yeah, my parents don't like the out of state tuition. Yeah. <laughs> for me on my laptop. But anyway, it I is just, what it I, is. I'm try I wanna like legally move here so I don't have to pay out of state. That yep. would be nice. My parents want me to do that. <laughs> that was one thing that they, they did not like to hear that I didn't like doing my school from California. <laughs> because that could have made it a lot cheaper for them. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> um, so to kind of get us back on track a little bit, did anyone um, find any like handy tips at all for like kind of like dealing with um, remote classes or kind of like the Zoom fatigue that we've all suffered with this past year? Um, something I have like read about a little bit and I like this is the one that I usually say like when we discuss this stuff in classes it's just like having a planner like a tangible like notebook planner has really really helped me because I think that that is something about online school that has made it hard for me too is that like it's just the lack of anything tangible like at all being on your laptop and in your head like having no like actual like paperwork unless you print stuff out or like take notes on uh, with like handwritten notes. like having an actual like paper planner with all of my classes and homework and everything laid out on it like literally saved my life last year when I first got one so I always tell people that because I like started doing it keeping like a planner on my phone and it just wasn't the same because like nothing was real as soon as my laptop is closed my phone is off it's like there's no school like nothing's real anymore (laughs) so like that is was a really hard thing for me like having my notebook and my planner and my textbooks all like on my desk, like having a tangible reminder is really important for me. What that's about what you, Megan? Uh, one of the things that's helped me the most, it's not really like super school focused, but just, I really try and like get out and 
at least walk like a block around my house and just like kind of reset so I'm not sitting in one place all day long <laughs> and that's helped me a lot yeah mine would be definitely journaling or reading just trying to not use my computer as much so that could that helps in a way but it's easy to like fall back into social media or like just phone when it's my phone's right there next to my book. Oh, that's real ways I've been. That's had, that has helped me. Yeah. Um, I found um, it's obvious, but like just building yourself. in breaks and really forcing yourself to get up and um, take your eyes off the screen and just step away from your computer because um, I'm someone who definitely doesn't do that. I don't take breaks. I work very long periods of time. I think like two days ago, I worked for 13 hours on my computer. With, oh my like, goodness. I know, it's really, really bad. But like, I, 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 I get into that flow, you know, but it's like awful because the past two days, I've had this splitting headache because of, you know, just like screen. Con the constant light on my eyes and the, the focus and my, <laughs> my crank back over my desk, just like yeah. going away. And like, it's like, I'm productive, but definitely not reaching my potential because I'm getting that, like that burnout and that like, oh, I'm so tired, but I'm just going to finish this one thing. When like, really, if you just like get up every hour and like Megan said, like go outside and just do a lap or just even like stand up while you're on like a zoom call turn off your camera and just like stretch and move yeah. or like go downstairs and get water or whatever the case um really really important and that's true. everyone can do it <laughs> even me yeah that's just really have to, like, are crazy they, they are and yeah i feel like that's all like really getting to all of us it's just the constant looking at screens because i feel yeah. like like it used to be like we would go to school and then come back and, to the screens yeah um like go to our screens but now it's like everything's on the screen mm -hmm. I saw like something online that blew my mind the other day and it was like when you spent enough time in front of your medium screen without going on your little screen so you reward <laughs> yourself by looking at the big screen and I was like oh my god that's the most insane thing I've ever heard <laughs> like when you work on your homework enough on your laptop without going on your phone and getting distracted that you reward yourself with tv like all everything's just screens all the time and that like really like, freaked me out and maybe like yeah. take a step back like okay maybe I shouldn't reward myself with tv maybe <laughs> I, I, should I literally do that though <laughs> like that is what I look forward to at night I'm like something done Same. I can finally watch the show that I've been like wanting to watch all day long <laughs> yeah same here and yeah, I'm like yeah, a film major. I'm like, oh, I finally get to watch the like finish the movie I didn't want to watch to watch a movie I did want to watch. Like it's so, so much screen. I'm just yeah. We're oh, we've been talking for a while. I'm just going back to what Mia said about like taking breaks and stuff. I think I really appreciate like the professors who do give us those breaks, like five minutes or how yes, Georgette gives totally. us like a whole class day just non Zoom and recognizing when students yes, like yes. yeah Georgette like emailing us and having some classes be optional has been like really really helpful I feel like exactly I have like one class like a night class on every Wednesday that's like literally over three hours it's like 6 to 9 30 p.m and we have like, <laughs> a 10 minute break 
I'm like, when am I supposed exactly. to eat dinner? <laughs> I like cook dinner while I, I have the same up. thing, and he doesn't give us a break. And like my boyfriend will be cooking in the kitchen or something, and I'm like, I can't talk to you because so much is going on. Yeah, like it's so. It's literally three and a half hours. I'm like, my friends are just like outside making dinner, like watching TV. And I'm just like so sad. But yeah, it's like at 730. She'll be like, oh, you guys want to, you guys want to come back at 740? I'm like, that's all, that's the only break I get for three hours. (laughs) And she's, and there's never been a cancellation or anything of that class. Like it's only one day a week, so it's okay. But but it's not okay. every week I'm like hoping for an email like one time it's gonna get like cut it I like, think that late night classes should not exist in the zoom world because it's like my time to yeah. relax and not do anything like I don't want to be on my computer literally yes. from like eight in the morning till like nine at night <laughs> no yeah totally I feel like this class would be like really fun in person to like sit in a room for three hours and like watch movies and talk about them and stuff but like that's not what it is right now sad to like that's the thing is like some classes are a lot like easier and more flexible uh for some people but some classes just like it takes away like, know, their full but... potential yeah especially with like every like almost like all part of like our um experience it's sounding like at PSU has been like video calls um, I think it's also important another tip is to remember that like phone calls and email still exist so like when you're having to like um, like me individually with like a peer or an advisor or a teacher like like send them an email and say like hey I'm this is a really much better way for me to communicate and give your your eyes and your your brain and your mental health a break from like having to like be present and like emote in front of a camera which is often like you know we're having to like like over emote to like be be more than the small box on the screen that we are you know what I mean yeah totally I've been like yeah I've been emailing my advisor like she asked if I wanted to schedule a zoom meeting I'm like I'd honestly rather just email you like like since we can't meet in person it's just easier to, like, get all your ideas laid out that way when you're not, like, put on the spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's something really, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's something really stressful no, ahead, about, like, having your camera on, too, and, like, like trying to remember everything that you need to, like, say or whatever. And it's actually something I saw, like, on the news a little while ago is just, like, the concept of having your screen on and how, like, that really affects people, too. Like, having to stare at yourself all day long can be kind of a lot. And um, that's why I, like, never have my camera on because, like, Mm -hmm. I, it's already, like, stressful enough being in class and I don't need the, like, added stress of, like, what's behind me or, like, what I look like and. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. like, you know, Lily said earlier, she has, like, Zoom anxiety. I have, too, like, like, I don't, like, in person, I'm a very talkative person. If, like, a professor asks something, I could just, like, raise my hand or blurt something out. But with Zoom... It's kind of like I'm gonna unmute myself, then another person unmutes themselves, and I get cut off, and it's like, oh, I can't speak anymore. Never mind. Yeah, like I'll have my hand raised forever, and like not get nervous at all, and like have my whole thing laid out, mm-hmm. and, like be ready to present my freaking TED talk. But on here, I'm, I'm like thinking about what I'm gonna say, and like my hands like hovering over the unmute button, and like my anxiety like goes through the roof. It's so crazy. Like my heart beats so fast whenever I turn on like my camera and unmute myself it's so annoying like why like it's not like 
these are like celebrities or any other. These are my classmates and my teachers. Like, mm-hmm. I'm usually so comfortable. But I don't know what it is, like the Zoom anxiety. I mean, it's like, I mean, I guess I do know what it is. Like, even just FaceTime will give me anxiety, like with my friends sometimes. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like, I only really like FaceTiming certain people. It feels like a very personal thing that now we have to do with everyone in our lives. It is a personal thing, yeah, to like be in your space. And yeah, like- and now all of a sudden mm-hmm. we have to do it professionally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like that's a pretty good close on this conversation, unless anyone else had anything, any last closing points? Oh. I think I did my oh. spiel. <laughs> um, well, I hope all of our lovely listeners out there enjoyed tuning in. Um, and um, with that, please look out for new episodes every week. And uh, we'll catch you all later. Uh, remember to hydrate and take breaks off your computer. And uh, take Bye. care of yourself. Bye. Bye.